to the Battle of Alberta when he was an Edmonton Eskimo. He's faced him 35 times and thrown more touchdown passes against the Stamps at 50 than any other team. Bolivai Mitchell is nursing a, so a sore shoulder, but he has not lost in this being his 60th start to three teams in the league. One is Toronto at 7-0, and and he's thrown 18 touchdowns and just two interceptions against the Argos. Not losing as a theme. Dave Dickinson, Stampeders have won four straight. They're 4-0 at home, and they move into first in the West with a win tonight. While Mark Trestman coaches in his 100th CFL game tonight, he has a record of 63-36, and 4-7 and against Calgary, looking for his first back-to-back -back wins as a head coach of the Toronto Argonauts. They met on August 3rd. It was 41-24 for Calgary. Here's the rematch, and Roy Finch has to field a hot line drive kickoff and weaves his way around the 20-yard line and finally hits the deck around the 24. So Foley by Mitchell looking for career win number 50, and as you mentioned, a perfect 7-0 against Toronto. 60th start for Bully by Mitchell and Saskatchewan and Hamilton, the other two teams that in those 59 starts he has still not lost to. Toronto Argonauts the third. Again, he's got that sore shoulder. But practiced all week. They've said he made the throws necessary. Season low 21 points last week in a grinded out win in BC. They'll give it to Jerome Messam, first carry of the game. Messam nicked in that game against the Lions and was somewhat questionable during the week, and he gets swarmed early as we set the offense. Yeah, we'll watch Jerome Messam because he is a little banged up, so we're going to highlight him and take a look. The backup will be Roy Finch, the returner tonight. That'll change the Canadian ratio. I expect Markway McDaniel to be a primary target for Bull Levi Mitchell. Last-minute change on the O-line, Shake Bergman, a last-minute scratch, and they're going with Justin Renfro from uh, out of my hand. Number one team in points scored, and fewest sacks allowed, and a drop here by Anthony Parker on a second-down toss that was on the money from Bowley by Mitchell. Yeah, throw looked good, shoulder looked good, just a drop. This is how the Calgary Stampeders, although they won last week against BC, this is exactly how they started. In fact, it was a drop by Mark and Michelle early that would have been a touchdown throw from Mitchell in their first series. Another drop and they're off the field. Season high, seven two and outs last week and a two and out to open here for the Stampeders as Rob Maber, the Brampton product, gets set to punt to Martise Jackson. From the 32-yard line, that's a 51-yard punt. And great cover on the play. As he's taken now by Shaq Richardson. And here comes Ricky Ray, who has passed for over 300 in seven of eight starts. The only exception, the game against Calgary, in which he was knocked out. 209th start. I mentioned 35 games against the Calgary Stampeders, the majority of those as an Edmonton Eskimo, but a 14 and 21 record against the Stamps. And has lost his last five against Calgary, two and five as a Argo quarterback in the regular season. He got him in the Grey Cup in 2012. Looked good last week. One-man rush for the Stamps, an extra pump and a completion to Devere Posey right back in the lineup.
for the Argos after missing six. He got off to a good start first three games of the year. Well, the season opening game he had just shy of 150 yards receiving. So, yeah, Devere Posey back in the receiving for another target. Will Campbell, couple starts for him at left top. Will for Posey, second and six. And a completion here to S.J. Green with the flag on the play. But S.J. Green comes into the game second in receiving behind only Greg Ellingson of the Red Blacks. And it looks like this reception to Green is negated. Offensive pass interference. Toronto number 19, 10-yard penalty. Still second down. S.J. Green is going up against right here up against Brandon Smith and and watch what he does on this outcut he just Brandon's in his way and he just says yeah just I'm gonna go over here and kind of manhandles him to the ground penalty flag though and puts him back in second long second 16 back at the 28 Ray underneath and pass incomplete Whitaker can't hang on Alex Singleton there to separate him from the football. Whitaker's best, Brandon Whitaker's best two games have been the last two. And up against a very good defense in Calgary Stampeders, and that's their leader, Alex Singleton. Watch that matchup as well tonight. Brandon Whitaker against Singleton. Well, they gave him the catch, but it's third and 11. And Iralahu to punt with a breeze behind him. Here's Finch who returned one against Toronto. And Bebo cut down quickly on good cover by the Argonauts. Robert Woodson downfield in a hurry. So Boulay by Mitchell goes back to work looking for his first 300-yard passing game in his last five starts. Absolutely perfect night for football here in Calgary. Stamps the highest scoring first quarter team in the league against an Argo defense that didn't give up a point last week against the Alouettes. Second series starts at the 25. They fake the jet sweep and it's well covered. Looked like Mitchell just threw that away with Sean Lemon in the vicinity. Victor Butler is a game away from returning or at least very close. He still leads the team in sacks and in fact leads the CFL, but the current leader on the roster tonight is Sean Lemon for the Argos at six sacks. There's their leader in the middle, Bear Woods, second in the league to Solomon Elamimian in tackles with 54. And they've had to rework their secondary. Alden Darby out of Arizona State starts in the wide side corner. Second and 10, a crosser here, and it's Tavares Daniels, Bear Woods the tackle. It'll be short of the first down by a yard or so, and a decision here for Dave Dickinson. It looks like a full yard, too. Dave Dickinson walked all the way down to take a close look at it. See, the, the spot was a yard. The quarterback gives it the old inches away because he wants to go, but Dave Dickinson not in a gambling mood this early. Good decision in his own end. It is a full yard. And so Maver back. Ready, number two in the league in putting. 
And a 48.9 average last week at BC Place. Here's Jackson. 50 yarder by Maver. Jackson trying to get outside, and this time he is still contained. Looked like he had the corner, but wrestled down again by Richardson just beyond the 35 yard line. So Ricky Ray, who was knocked out of the game against Calgary, but came back with a vengeance last week, 377 yards. Six games of the season, over 300 yards passing, including a 500-yarder in game one. As you mentioned, Chris, knocked out at the Calgary game, was under 300 there, right back on track against a good Montreal defense last week. And no surprise that S.J. Green is number one target, although Almarte Edwards had a touchdown as well. 85th 300-yard game for him here, Brandon Whitaker, not going anywhere. Jameer Thurman stepped up from his Will linebacker spot to make the tackle. Well, it's a tough Calgary defense. Jagera Davis will start. No. There's Alex Singleton in the middle linebacker spot. And Josh Bell back at safety. No Charleston Hughes in the defensive line. Awesome three passing down. Second and 13. Pressure on. Jagera Davis can't bring him down. And now Ray is going to just throw it away. Too much pressure. Derek Wigan picked up the chase. And Ray couldn't find anybody downfield. Nothing fancy defensively here. They're just basically sending four. And Jagera Davis is going to get pressure off the edge. No Charleston Hughes in this one. It'll be. James Botters and Jagera Davis. So two of the top three defensive teams of the league have generated four consecutive two and outs to start this game. And here's Finch wrestled down as the cover team gets it done, led by Levi Noel with his 11th special team tackle on the season. Well, you know, they that special team's cover unit's got a challenge in front of them with Roy Finch, who I think we can say is the at this point best returner in the game and as you mentioned a, a return against the Argos in their game a couple of weeks ago and a couple on the season so they want to contain Roy Finch Finch seven for 164 on the returns against the Argos including a 103 yard touchdown return so who breaks the ice first on offense Messam Nothing doing as he gets stacked back. The Argos number two against the run. Good middle linebacker play here tonight. I mean, you got the Argos Bear Woods back there. I mentioned his tackles. Also fourth on in the CFL in defensive plays in total. So you got the leader of Bear Woods up against Jerome Messam here tonight. And then Alex Singleton against Brandon Whitaker. A little different type of matchup because Whitaker will come out of the backfield and catch the ball more than Messam, but Good linebacker play here tonight, for sure. Both running backs over 5,000 yards in their career. Messam hit that mark last week. A flag down over the middle. Pass 
is caught. Mark and Michelle has got it. It would be a first down at the 40, but let's wait for the flag. I think the Argos may have been offside. Offside, Toronto, the interior line. That penalty is declined. First down. Good for Mark and Michelle to catch one early. Dropped a touchdown pass in the first play of the game against the BC Lions and comes back in his first target. Comes up with a nice catch over the middle, just inside of Bear Woods. Yeah, four catches last week, but targeted nine times in a bad drop on a wide open long play. Here comes Messam, and a flag flies near the end of the play, and this one likely against Calgary as Messam plows to the 45 but coming back on a hold. And Sean Lemon. Holding, Calgary, number 59, 10-yard penalty. It remains first down. You can always tell where the holding occurs when the defensive lineman is waving his arms frantically at the ref. Left tackle Randy Richards in a, Boy, they've had to again, shake it a up. revamped yeah. offensive line. And that, that seems to happen almost weekly. Well, Spencer Wilson's played every position. He moves over to right tackle. Justin Renfro late at at guard and Randy Richards, all because Vader Kyle's out. So three imports on the offensive line. Draw play, and the Argos are waiting for it. There's Dylan Wynn, Jeff Finley, the interior of that defensive line for the Argos. And they have stepped up in the absence of three starters being down early this season. Right down Main Street, Jeff Finley. Bull rush, help from the outside, and just blows it up. And this is, again, that offensive line we're talking about. We'll watch that tonight and see how they do against a good defensive line. Even missing Victor Butler, missing Ken Bishop up front for the Argos. Still leading the league in sacks. And Cleon Lang. Yeah, absolutely. Second and long, they swing out to Finch in space. And Marcus Bowl gets there, drills him out of bounds at the 36. And the punt team will come on. Corey Chamberlain's done a nice job, though, defensive coordinator for the Argos, of making sure that not only do, do the backups and the PR players on defense get reps in practice, real reps, defensive reps, not just card reps, and also that they switch positions. So he's going to have the defensive corners play a little halfback. Some will play a safety. They'll move them around in practice. Same with the guys up front. So they know and understand all the different areas. I think that's why their defense has been good through these injuries. Baker's boot, not as deep. Jackson at his 36. And he'll bring it back to around the 48-yard line. 12-yard return after a 39-yard punt. Best field position start for Ricky Ray in a defensive first quarter. the six-game disabled list and more than delighted to be back in uniform. I can't wait to smell the popcorn and hot dogs. Just that game day atmosphere, you know, just the, the tailgating, I just, I missed it all. Um, you know, being around my guys, uh, that euphoric, you know, just the emotion you get on game days, um, it means a lot to me. Um, I mean, that's why I play football, playing in games. Reminder of the passion for the game that uh, is so prevalent in this league. Jagaran Davis will drop Ricky Ray for a sack 
First time they get to Ray tonight. And Davis with his first sack of the season. Garrett Davis is going to come on a stunt here and come down inside and again work his way around the corner and get there to Ricky Ray. Had a chance to get rid of it early, but was looking to the wide side. He had Devere Posey open to the short side, but looked opposite. 24 sacks are entered by the Argos. The 22nd time Ray's hit the deck. There's Posey, and Thurman will bump him out short of the first down. And another punt situation for an Argo team that hasn't got any traction yet at and, McMahon. In over a thousand coming into this week, in over a thousand possessions, there's been only four touchdowns scored offensively after a sack. Just doesn't happen very often. That second and long situation, you're in trouble. Pressure there on Hyralahu and they contact the punter. And that will be a penalty. The Ball seals out of bounds. Now, Mark and Michelle is called. It was third and 12. Is this contact or roughing? Looks like it's going to be a 10-yard penalty. It'd be third and two if they take the call. Contacting the kicker, Calgary number 40. That penalty's declined. First down, Calgary. And so the penalty declined because they like the punt and the lack of return. Oh, Levi Mitchell warming back up. Here's a look at the penalty call. It's actually number 80 who don't think you can touch him. Foley by Mitchell in the throwing motion. It tweaked something. He has not had a 300-yard game since. A lot of speculation about the shoulder. With more, here's Jermaine Franklin on the sidelines. Thanks, Chris. Yes, there was plenty of footage of Bo Levi Mitchell in BC last week trying to work that arm out, trying to figure out how he was going to play with it, and he did make it through. However, the stance did admit as well as Bo Levi Mitchell saying that he's been going through that for a while, and as we just saw it against Saskatchewan in week six, that's when he got his arm jammed, and it's been hindering him ever since. Now, he does admit to feeling something with each throw, but it is manageable, and Bo Levi Mitchell says that he can make it through. Obviously, Dave Dickinson says that if he has the old adage, if you can play, there's nothing wrong, and he doesn't think it'll be an issue, doesn't expect it to be an issue throughout the rest of the season. It was six for 19 in the first half of that Lions game when the eyebrows started to be raised. Nine for 12 in the second half. He's got the job done, and now four for six here in the opening quarter after that completion to McDaniel. Yeah, I guess the concern is, and, and the questions asked by the fan base here in Calgary is, you know, is there any way that he could hurt it worse by playing? But obviously, Dave Dickinson and the specialists and the doctors will make sure that he can't injure it further, obviously, unless he gets hit. But he can't injure it further by just throwing the ball. He took the reps in practice. He made all the throws in practice, and he's going to have to work through a little bit of pain and soreness, but he's good to go. 
Big down here, second and seven deep in their own zone. A crosser, Daniels has got it and has a clutch first down. Tavares Daniels gets inside position and is just finding that soft spot in the zone defense from the Toronto Argonauts. Cassius Vaughn gets there first. 15 yards and a first down up to the 29. Three receivers to the near side. Pass for McDaniel and he was just unable to reel it in one-handed. Right now, Bo Levi Mitchell, as far as targets goes, he's looking between the hash marks a lot in these first couple of series. Markway McDaniel here just misses, but it's been a couple in there. Mark and Michelle, DeVaris Daniels, now Markway McDaniels. All between the hash marks, kind of testing Bear Woods and his ability to drop and play against the pass. So second and ten. Pressure on Mitchell. Gonna duck away. Does and Mitchell gets nailed as Terrence Plummer moves up. And once again, the Argos come up with a stop. Toronto Argonauts have not allowed a touchdown on defense in six quarters and counting. We're almost here, the seventh quarter in a row. They have not given up a touchdown. And I, and I mentioned the injuries. I mean, they have lost three of four starting defensive linemen. Reworked their secondary three or four times this year. Four of the original five starters in the secondary are out of the lineup. Martiz Jackson from the 32, 45-yard punt, brings it back to the 38, and there are a couple of flags on the play. One coming down after Martiz Jackson was tackled. So with two great quarterbacks, one that actually Googled the other when he was first learning about the CFL, and Bo Levi Mitchell Googling Ricky Ray, Big-time quarterbacks are struggling against these two good defenses. Devon Claybrook's got his group playing very well, ranked at the top of a lot of statistical categories, and so are the Argos. It's in the air, holding. Toronto, number 20. This is a 10-yard penalty that will be applied from where possession was gained. We also had an illegal block on Toronto, number 24. That penalty is declined. First down, Toronto. Rico Murray, Justin Tuggle, the culprits there. You look at the two defenses and a couple of the categories that they lead in for the Argos. First in yards allowed, second in rushing yards. They have 30 sacks of the season coming in and fourth. For the Argos, they're playing well. Also on that side of the ball. And off to Brandon Whitaker for short yardage. The Calgary Stampeders have allowed only 16 points in the first quarter all season long. Singleton having some words at the Argo huddle. And you're right, Bear Woods, Alex Singleton, one of the heartbeats of two really good defenses. Second and eight. Four-man rush, Ray gets it away, it's complete. And Whitaker to the backfield has the first Argo first down of the game. Argo's operating without Anthony Coombs, who has gone on the sixth game with a shoulder injury. 
Yeah, and that may be, uh, you know, we'll see how that impacts this offense. Anthony Coombs had 60 catches, seven per game. So Jimmy Ralph taking his spot. But that's a, a major void. See if Brandon Whitaker can make some of it up. He's straight out of the backfield catching the ball. How about Brandon Whitaker now over 8,100 yards from scrimmage? Here's a crosser to Martise Jackson. And he is spun down at the 41-yard line. Tackle made by Brandon Smith. It's an eight-yard pickup on first down for Toronto. Another option there just to make up for the Coombs loss is to get Martise Jackson involved in the offense. A little play action to Brandon Whitaker and Jackson out the other side. Second and less than two, and Cody Fajardo has checked in for Ricky Ray. In short yardage, Declan Cross in motion. Second man is Wilder, and he gets stuck behind the line of scrimmage. Singleton leads the charge, but he had plenty of help. I don't know if we've been in a game this year, partner, that I've seen zeros after a quarter on the scoreboard. And we're almost talking first downs, <laughs> not just points. Look at this defensive play. Alex Singleton steps up. Tommy Campbell getting involved from the short side corner. Michael Kashak was there. He's the player that sent Ray to the sidelines in the first meeting. So Hiralahu, another beauty here. Fielded inside the 10 by Finch. Better return by Finch. Uh oh, here we go. Better return by Finch. Here's Roy Finch across the 50 up to the 52. Well, they contained him for most of the first quarter, but he finally breaks one for 41 yards. Best returner in the CFL right now, Roy Finch. First in the league in punt return average. He's got two touchdowns off punt returns. Second in the league in kick return average. Almost at 27, another big return against the Argos. Instant field position from number 14. That's the seventh big play return by Finch on the year. Punts of over, punt returns of over 30 yards or kick off or missed field goal returns of over 40. Big to Messam, Mitchell throws, and an open man, open target there is Rory Kohler, just his second catch as a Calgary Stampeder. That should be the final play of the first quarter. It's just the fourth quarter all season that the Calgary Stampeders didn't register any points. But that stout defense didn't allow any either. And we're scoreless after 15 minutes here at McMahon.